Hey everyone, I'm Tima from Shades and Pages and welcome to Brazenly Shady, your ticket to hot and unfiltered conversations about all things black romance. Tap in everybody, we're about to take y'all on a ride. Um, okay, so hi y'all, welcome to Brazen Babe Reviews the podcast, I'm Sharonda and I'm Tama. Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, I hope you guys are good. We hope you guys are good. And we hope y'all listened to the last damn episode because we had a legend on the show. So Yes, we had the Brenda Jackson and she was dropping gems in this bitch. So if y'all ain't listened to it, that's on y'all. But if you ain't listened to it, you can mosey on back and listen to it, okay? That's right. That's right. <laughs> you can catch up on this episode later or you can listen to this episode now. But you need to go back and listen to Miss Brenda talking because yes she and you was do sassy. you that do was sassy. That was sassy. she was sassy wasn't she i was like ooh, <laughs> little sassy self what is yeah. going on i was like ma'am little i'm gonna call her a little sassy when i text her did you see how i threw that in there did you see how i threw that in there because i'm petty and then i I'm, i got brenda jackson number and i be texting her you see how i threw that in there bitch that's <laughs> We're going to be besties by the end of the year, baby. The fudge. She's going to be like, what? She's like, girl, guess who I text today? I'm like, oh, Lord. Brenda, baby. She's going to be like, now, who this is again? I'd be like, Brenda, stop playing, girl. Stop playing. You know who I is. Playing. Hello. <laughs> like, you know who I be? Ma'am. Ma'am. I'm going to have to explain to her over. You remember the podcast? And right. Okay. And then when she get, I can be like, yes, that's me. Thank you. Don't forget again, Brenda. Never forget. Never forget. How can you forget this? Hello? 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 I mean, damn. Yes. But y'all should go back Uh, and listen. She dropped a wonderful uh, gems. She talked about her long, vast career and all her books. She even gave y'all some uh, advice on how to handle things if your book may get optioned and you know you be long you be long strong in the game like miss jackson you have some options of turning some shit down so yeah. and that woman loves loved still love her husband you hear yeah. me that's the type of love that i want Ooh, yeah, that, was beautiful. that was beautiful i love the conversation about her husband god i've seen what you've done for others <laughs> Is you going to do it for me, Lord? <laughs> please, Lord. Put fingers up in the air. Ooh. That's all we ask, Lord. I ain't asking for much, and but Lord. I don't ask for much. Anyway. Shake the tambourine. But anyway, it's Halloween, guys. It's the month of October. You know what that means? It's spooky season, bitches. It's spooky season. We are excited. Um, so yeah, we got some books for y'all and things of that nature. So it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting. And we hope y'all come along for the ride. So yeah. Yay! We searched for some books. Um, we're gonna need for y'all. We love let me start all over. 
We search high and low for Halloween books, and it was a stretch. And when I say stretch, I'm actually saying it was a struggle. Okay. It was a struggle. So, the struggle, the struggle bus was real. Oh my God. We gonna need for y'all yeah. We're gonna need for y'all to give us more spooky season books. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about three books tonight. We're gonna do Boot Up by Danielle Allen. Boot up, uh, battle, battle. Boot no, okay. <laughs> go here you go so we got booed up by miss danielle allen we got a halloween night affair by della ray Britton, which is new uh a new author that we're mm-hmm. going to talk about here and uh fear and other love languages by avida all right so now what miss uh danielle allen's book we i liked it it wasn't my favorite uh by her um and it had nothing to do with her writing um i'm just not uh very much of a a a new adult um you know young person reader that much anymore so you know when i found out that you know these these folks was uh these folks was young I was just like, you know, whatever. So, but I like I liked the book, but it wasn't my best by her. I'm just gonna say that. But I do love the spooky vibes that she had in the book. I love the instantaneous attraction between uh, Malika and what's his what was his name? Dre, I think. Dre, I love the instantaneous attraction between them. Sometimes I'm not a fan of instant. Yeah, the insta love, insta love or whatever. But it worked for the story because they, and they with them two being the only two black folks in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this story, it, it, like I said, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But it, I can relate to it in some instances, mm-hmm. but it, it was a new adult and I kind of, like, I know what I was doing at that age, you know, but I, I want, I, I just, I didn't know that it was going to be a new adult book. Yeah. I expected the characters to be a little bit older. So, but I did like the vibe. I did like that, you know, she was going through some, you know, shit with her boyfriend on campus. So she came and she find her new dick. (laughs) She was like, I'm jumping on something new. And I did like how Danielle spoke about the differences between grow on um, being white and being black, you know, because mm-hmm. she talked about um, Malika's costume was um, bring it on and her friend right. did not know what the hell it was, you know, what it was about. So it was little, little, uh, I mean, she, yeah, I agree. She touched on some very good points inside of the story. Cause you know, you get that sometimes you, you know, you be around some white folk and you tell them a certain movie, a cult classic, you know, that the blacks, you know, that we know black people know. And it's like, they be looking like, well, what's that? And it's like, yeah, uh, and another thing that I liked was when the girl was doing her little seance, right? And she was like, oh, I'm practicing white magic. Girl, what is white magic? And then the 
I did she say? She, did she say? Did she call it white magic? Right? Yeah, and then white magic. And Malika came behind her. Was like, I don't really. She didn't necessarily say she didn't believe in it, but it's kind of have like that black magic, white magic kind of like is rooted in white supremacy. So if yes. You, say you do magic, just do magic because it's kind of like you're saying. Because the way she was explaining it, like, you know, I don't do kind of like, you know, that kind of like evil magic or anything like that. I do white magic, you know, it's all about love and all this other stuff. And Malika was kind of, Malika schooled her, like, you know, if you do magic, you do magic. Because when you say you don't do black magic, you're trying to say that black is evil and white is good. Yeah, because you, that's true though, because black magic is the negative. Then you got the black cat, you know, you know, the umbrella. So it's a lot of things that they make it black to i mean to make it negative so i like how she spoke on that and then i liked how um when they were doing the little seance thing dre and malika was like nah we ain't about to do this shit we about to dip and you know what i get it but i also wanted them to stay i wanted them to stay because i needed that spooky that spooky shit like there was some spooky shit in the book yeah but the white people was doing the spooky shit because the other the black people was like, yeah, uh, uh, I'm a head out, I'm a head out. You understand what I'm saying? So, it, you know, black people be like that SpongeBob thing, like I'm a head out, yeah. Right now, you know. But I like that she touched upon that, like you know, like when black people come around scary things, or the, you know that thing of black people don't do certain things, you know. So. When the seance part in the book came up, you know, Malika and Dre were very much like, we out, we don't play no games, bye. Which, you know, I get it because, you know, when you do stuff like that, you really don't know what you're conjuring. You really don't yeah. know what spirits, rather they be good spirits or bad spirits, you don't know really what you're inviting into your home. So, you know, you really got to be careful with that. So I got my... I think Malika's vibe was on more the level of like, nah, bitch, I ain't, no, y'all ain't about to have me out here about to be caught up or whatever. So her, I'm yeah, really, nah. but I do agree with you 100%. I wanted them to be inside of that. I wanted that. Place. See, I wanted them there. And yeah. another thing, you spoke on the, the Insta love. I, I liked it. They were nasty. I liked the scene when they was on a chair and they was yeah. just, Man, it was freaking hot. I just yeah. love them together. And maybe it had something to do with the fact that there was only two niggas in there. <laughs> you know? And maybe you'd be like, oh, I spy a nigga. And then you, you know, because when I go places, I look for another black person. Yeah. And I and I have instant eye contact with that black person. And I'm yeah. like, hey, you, you see me. I see you. You see me. We see each other. I then, you know? So I should go down. We out. <laughs> you know? But and I, like, I, yeah, I like the instantaneous attraction between them because I, in this book, it worked. It worked. Yeah, Even it though worked. her friend Hannah was on some bullshit by trying to like, because I, I, I felt like Malika in the beginning before she saw Dre, because when she saw Dre, she was like, oh, 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 well, maybe, you know. But the coochie was like, hello. But I do like that she was pissed off at Hannah because it was the idea that Hannah and her friends was like, well, he's black, she's black, let's just put them together. And just because they're two black people, that don't instantly mean that they're going to get along. That's like me. 
that's like me. This is this. That's like me being from the Bahamas, and this guy from Jamaica won't like me, and he'd be like, "We Caribbean? No, I don't. I don't like you like that. Just because we from the Caribbean, we ain't gonna. We we'll gonna click over plantains? No, no. It don't. <laughs> I'm hollering like, wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Like, wait, what? But I am, I, I, I tell y'all right now, I, as the older I get, I really am not a fan of, uh, new adult, new adult, young adult, especially young adult, really can't stand the damn genre, but whatever. Oh, <laughs> but you know, I can read some new adult, you know, and I'll dip into it. You know, if an author that I like will be like, Hey, you interested? You know, maybe, but I, yeah, I, I, I feel like now. I probably would have to start being like, nah, I won't have to pass. I did like the plot twist in the end, like the little plot twist when they find out about the the bracelet and all that other stuff. It was, it was, it was good. That was a cute. Plot not my favorite. Day. Not my favorite from Danielle. Not my favorite from Danielle. Yeah. Not my favorite in the holiday hookups in the holiday hookup series. By yeah. far, not my favorite in the holiday hookups. Yeah. But there were some in um some parts of the book that I liked. Yeah. And um, yeah, and that's that. I agree. There were some parts of the book that I, I like. I enjoy a lot. Uh wasn't my favorite by her. But I think for me, before I went on that long unnecessary talk, but uh I just feel like for me, um, you know, with the ages of the folks involved, even though I got their chemistry and they had good ass chemistry to They together, had the chemistry. Yeah, I'm just not and a fan of those ages. Danielle, I'm still it. on that. I'm still on that scene in the chair. <laughs> yeah. that, it was, it was. That's some shit I would do. But you know, it is what it is, child. <laughs> yeah, no. I, yeah. So good. I'll do it. <laughs> At the end of the day, I think it's a good book. Um, you know, if you're a fan of new adult, you know, uh, you know, Little, you know, little spooky shit going on with your Halloween romance. And this is definitely a book for you. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be a book for a lot of people, you know, especially given the ages of the characters. Yeah. But, you know, our next book we're going to talk about is A Halloween Night Affair by Della Ray Britton. Which Della. is. Della. Della. We got Della. 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 Let's talk, now, about <laughs> Let's talk about this book first, which I did like. I like Della the book. write her ass off. Yeah. I like she the vibe write. of the book. But uh, ma'am, I'm going to need for you to take this book because this oh, is the black book. woman. Yes. You're going to have to take this book out of black and African-American romance now. This is an interracial romance. It should not be in that. Uh, we was just having this conversation on Twitter the other day and on my TikTok when uh what that author name child whatever I don't even remember her name that's how insignificant she is I don't even remember her name she was talking about she puts her book in black romance tag because it sales more 
because it sells more. And Della, I ain't gonna knock you. Your book was good, but this is not a black romance. You have one tag right, interracial. So how about you mosey on over back to Amazon and go ahead and take the black and African-American tag off of it and you're gonna be straight. Like, yes. And another thing, you have a black man on the cover, but it's told from the point of view of a white woman. Is that a, is that a sales ploy? <laughs> Let I don't know. Between sale and sale. <laughs> is that a sales ploy? Because when we're reading the book, it's coming from the wife's point of view. The and wife is white. white. Why do white. you have a black man on the cover? And I mean, I could see if you had both of them on the cover, or even her and the dude who she was with on the cover. So it should have been both of them, you know, but you just have the black man. And I'm thinking, okay, black romance. See, that's how they be getting y'all. I be going in there, black romance. Wow. When you, when you read it, white people are in there. Well, according to the lady that was, you know, to that author that was talking shit, she said white men on cover sells books. White people on cover sells books. So, But that black man got our attention though. And it's very fishy to tag on Amazon because it is definitely the first two tags are Black and African-American romance and the third tag is interracial romance. Right. It's One is Black and African-American romance. Another one is Black erotica. Mm -hmm. and, and then the third one is um, interracial. interracial. And then I mosey on over to Twitter to look for Della Ray's page and all I saw was white titties. So <laughs> I was like, you know, the tit I mean, I feel like the picture was, you know, it goes with her theme of erotic romance, you know? Which is but, fine. But Della, that, that book ain't black Della? That book, what, interracial Della? At the end of the day, no one is ever saying that a person cannot write a thing. But y'all be out here playing games. You need to take them books. That book because that's a series, and that whole series have black men on the covers. Okay. Okay. Now, some of them books inside of if some of them books inside that series is black, has a black couple, then yeah, I see you, girl. Okay. Okay. But if not, you need to take them books up out of that tag and place them up under the interracial woman tag. Okay. Mm. This dude, this woman is in a She's married and her husband is a sleazebag. She's cheating on her. And she just happened to being lonely. She fell. Okay. She kind of fell on his best friend's dick. Okay. So basically, fell on she, she, she fell on her best friend's dick. And every holiday, a book is going back and telling us the story of how they hook up. So it's similar to Danielle Allen's holiday hookup series, but this follows the same couple. The, through the whole series. So they hook up on Independence Day. They hook up on freaking Christmas. They hook up on, uh, you know, they hook up on uh, Independence Day, St. Patrick's Day. So this is the Halloween hookup. This is the end when, okay, it blew up in their face. People are fine. Right. People find out, right. okay. So this okay. is what this is about. 
And I think she touched upon. Now, listen, I, I ain't going to knock the book. I think the book was very, the, very good. The book touched upon is some good. very good uh, topics inside of this book, okay? Now, this lady was married to this man. He was cheating on her for five years, been his assistant. With, her, with his fucking assistant. And now everybody, when we go inside this book, the Halloween hookup book, I mean, yeah, the Halloween book, um, you know, they are in the... Uh, they are in the middle of a divorce. Her and her yes. are separated. They are, you know, they're just waiting for the ink to dry on the papers. Right. They decided to call it off because it was too much because Lamar and the husband were friends. Were friends. Okay. Yeah, they were best friends. So Lamar was feeling like, I, you know, he, I, I can't do this. You know, we can't be doing this to my friend and all this other stuff. So he's the one that actually called off the affair. Okay, so when we go inside this book, like Tama said, everybody knows that, you know, she got caught cheating and, you know, things like that. So she's pretty, she's feeling pretty down, you know, even though Halloween is like her best holiday, you know, she, she, she a Halloween girl. Rightfully so. <laughs> but, you know, she is, um, you know, she's feeling down because of the divorce. And mainly, I think she was feeling down because Lamar had called it off. Yeah, Lamar was like, I can't do this anymore. And he kind of called it off. So she was feeling down because her husband moved on with the assistant. You know, the the affair blew up in their face and she ain't got nobody. She ain't got nobody. So she's going on dates, sleeping with men, trying to find that passion that looking for love in all that she, places. Right, that she felt with Lamar, but she ain't getting it. You understand what I'm saying? So her doll-headed ass friend invited her out for Halloween. Go ahead, Sharonda. I had to throw that in there. Her friend was bald-headed and she wasn't Ball-headed ass. Because her friend figured, her friend invites, so her friend gets this yearly Halloween party. And she invites, and she decides to invite her because she's like, oh, um, she's like, you know, come to the party, get yourself out of this, you know, damn mood or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So now, remember, now her friends and her ex-husband and their husbands were all in this little, you know, rich, friend rich circle. married group. Okay, this little rich married group. So she's telling a friend, now listen, is the ex going to be there? Because you see, no, he ain't going to be here. Come on, enjoy yourself, blah, 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 this, this, that, and the other. So she decides to come up out of her funk and go to the birthday party. Well... She gets there and proceeds to get cussed out by everybody because everybody is mad at her for being court cheating, but nobody had, had shit to say about her lip dick husband that was cheating on her for five motherfucking years. Okay, for not five even so years. Not even her so Sharonda, it pissed me off. three of them would have been three stooges slapped because y'all ain't going to be in my and y'all knew this motherfucker was sleeping with sleeping around on me. So and the way that they was approaching her, the way that they approached her, they approached her like they was defending the the the, the side chick. Oh, they was defending the side chick. I was like, oh, so y'all want to get beat down? I see. I don't see anybody else want to get bust up in this joint because y'all play too much. And so the friend. So basically, Chloe goes to this party. And she gets confronted not by not just by her friend that invited her, but the the husbands as well. They pretty much are calling this lady a fucking whore 
which everybody would have everybody would have got, got these hands. Everybody. She had the audacity to come to her and say, oh, well, she basically was like, we're even. Your husband cheated on you. You cheated on your husband. But the dude you cheated on is not the settling down type of dude. So you might as well get over it and move on. So what I would have do right there, I would have DDT her. Because she played too much. I would have DDT her. It would have been wrestling back in the days. Because I was going to DDT her ass. How y'all mad at Chloe when this bitch confronts her at she already, you are, bitch, I already found out you're sleeping with my husband. But then you're going to try to confront me at a fucking party because you think you won something? Listen, you raggedy bitch. Listen, you raggedy whore. But her friend, her friend shouldn't even invite her to the party because she said, if my husband is going to be in attendance, let me know. Her friend should have told her from jump, hey, your boy going to be here. You might want to fall back. You understand? Exactly. Like, I would have DDT exactly. all them. What kind of fucking friend are you to say when she confronts you and say you couldn't tell me? Well, that is his friend. What do you expect me to do? Bitch, I expected for you to call me. I don't care if I was outside the motherfucking door with the door open, one fit inside this bitch, okay? If you knew this motherfucker was coming, you should have told me because that means you already knew he was showing up while I was inside of it. You could have told me when I got there. Look, Chloe, he going to be here. You might want to leave. But you ain't do that, you trifling ass. And then you're going to try to be a good friend and call Lamar, which was side, side boo. You're going to call him talking about some, oh, Chloe is going to need you tonight. You might want to go see her. Look, bitch, let me, let, listen, what? So anyway, the party instead goes you telling Chloe, instead of you telling Chloe her nasty ass husband was going to be there, you called the dude that she cheated on. Girl, how? How? You see, you see what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. You could have just told the lady that her ex-husband was going to be there. And y'all knew he was bringing that skank with him. Y'all knew he was bringing that skank with him because now she a part of y'all little trickster group. Your bitches, your dirty whores. Because that means if y'all knew that her husband was cheating on her, that means y'all are comfortable with knowing that y'all fucking men are cheating on y'all. But y'all mad at her because she had the fucking balls to leave. She ain't do with that shit. But y'all going to stay in a fucking marriage because y'all happy with the rich lifestyle. Y'all going to stay with y'all husband sticking their dicks and everybody else because they got money. Okay. It just shows, like Della, Della did a good job with this book because it shows how it, regardless, regardless of the situation, the woman is going to get the bad name, even though her husband cheated on her for five yeah. years and she decided to cheat back one goddamn time. They knew her husband was cheating and, and she still got called. She still got thrown out like she was just this homewrecker. She gets, she's getting called out. She's being called the homewrecker, but everybody in their group and everybody around her knew that this man was sleeping around on her. And, 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 and I mean, with the tea still popping hot, the nigga was sleeping on her. He was cheating on her. He was cheating on her even before they got married. So he wasn't shit in here away. Child, any old way. Like I said, Della Della came through with this book. I and I this book was like 40 something pages, but let me tell you, this book read like it was at least 
100 or 200 pages because it was jam-packed with friggin' audacity. And I mean, the audacity was on 100,000 trillion. Especially after them three motherfucking stooges confronted her on the, after she threw the shit on the, uh, on the cheetah. She did gonna come out there and tell my son, well, you, that doesn't give you the right to throw anything on her dress. Listen, you three stooges. Everybody would've been bitch slapped all together. I wouldn't have thrown nothing on her dress. I would have dropped kicker because that's right. You, it doesn't give you the right to throw something on her dress. It gave you the right to beat her ass down. That's what it did. Anyway, so yeah. So Chloe ends up going home and Lamar shows up the dude that she was having an affair with because her old bitch ass friend that invited her to the party called him and told him that pretty much Chloe was going to meet him because she had a rough night. Like they didn't contribute to her right rough night. But anyway. like you couldn't tell her, like you couldn't help her avoid this rough night. Oh my! She just contributed to it. So what? 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 But in your way, in your way. So uh, Chloe ends up going home. Lamar shows up, and this is where we kind of get like you know the erotic scene in the book because they decide Lamar decides that he can't get Chloe off his mind, even though he was a bitch ass fool. And decided not to see her anymore. He kind of like right. me, I feel like he kind of like left her high and dry because he did. Day, like you should have been there to support her. You already and you knew that her husband was divorcing her. Like it both it, it, it wasn't just her in that, it was you in it too. He okay. left her in the fire to burn by herself. By herself. You should have been there to support her. And and rather rather you wanted to keep it, you know, sexual or platonic or whatever. You should have he, he should have been doing more. He like should have stepped to his friend and tell his friend, you wink, you miss a trick, bitch. Like, you should have been dealing with your wife. Because at the end of the day, he, you sleeping with Chloe, you knew her husband, you, you best friends, you friends with her husband, you knew he was cheating on her too. So, I mean, that's why you let her fall on your penis, Lamar. Anyway. So that's where the erotica, erotica scene comes in when Lamar shows up to her door and they decide, you know, they had a little sexual night and they decide to be together at the end of this book. Now, again, I like the book. I think I liked it. I, I honestly mm-hmm. could have do without the sex because the book was so good. I mean, like I said, the sex wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but I'm saying Della did such a good job with this yeah. book. Yeah. I the sex was like ah, I guess they fucking now okay I can deal with it because I wanted more I wanted to see what she was gonna do with the friend I wanted her to confront the friends and tell them they were bitch assholes because they weren't friends I wanted her to see what was gonna happen with the husband like I am hoping there is another book after this yeah. that's gonna put the husband in his place gonna put the friends in their place gonna put the whole ass cheat in her place all them. Let me tell you what I wanted to happen at the end of this book. I wanted a horror scene to be at the end of this book because the woman that the husband was cheating on her with left her husband as well. I was hoping the husband would have showed up and bust the cat in both their asses. That's what both I of them. Both of them. Yeah, and bust the cat in the air. Straight up. Both of them. Pow, pow, bitches. Everybody getting shot the fuck up. That's what I was hoping for. So. But. Again, this book was good. It was good. I enjoyed the story. I agree with Tama again. I feel like the, the erotica parts weren't really needed because I think she did a very good job at getting the story popping. Uh, but again, uh, Della, Miss Britain, I'm gonna need Della. you to take this book. 
out of the black and African American Hello. Uh, romance. Hello. Okay, Miss Ma'am. That's all I need for you to do. Della, your writing is good. You don't need to have a sales ploy. I'm sorry, correction. You don't need a sales ploy by tagging this book under African-American romance because that's what it's not. This is an interracial romance and you have it in there and you just go ahead and mosey on and remove the other two and leave this there. But kudos to you for writing a very good book. It just ain't in the right place. No, it's not. Okay. Happy you Halloween. What that popped up in my in my head? I feel like I just feel like with a black man on the cover, some interracial girls might not fall for that book. They might have because you know what most interracial romances there's a white man or a white woman or yes. a black or a black or black person or a white person on the cover. So I feel like. Maybe with this black man on the cover, uh, it might not do too well in that. But place. then again, it might do too well because look what it did. It got our attention. It's going to get the attention well, of other people. We were looking up under the black and African-American romance and it fell up under there. We but other black readers are going to see that. Other black readers are going to see that and they're going to open that book and they're going to think this is a black couple. So it could do well. Because it's going to get the attention of readers who are looking specifically for black romance. But it's still the wrong tag, though. Still still the wrong tag though. That's all I'm saying. It yeah. Don't, it, it don't, no, it don't belong in the black and African, uh, African-American romance tag, uh, tag. That is interracial romance. That's where it needs to be. Okay. okay. I would definitely, I would definitely go back and read um, some more of her books because it looks like she has more series and in all her series, somebody is cheating or getting cheated on. So I'm like, oh, Della, Della like to write about affairs. And yeah. you know me, messy shit. <laughs> I'm no. going to be like a march to a flame like Janet say, hey, I'm going to be there. So I'm going to check it out because I saw another one where this, this police detectives and then she was married. I was like, oh, like messy messy but the messiness and her ex-husband and the friends and stuff like that so that's definitely has some messy elements not mad at the book i just need for you to take it from out of, out of america okay all right happy halloween all right we move on to the next book which is child fear and other love languages by miss abita Bye. i love this book next I loved it. I did. I think this was the only book that we read that gave me the uh, spooky vibes. It did have like spooky, spooky vibes. Spooky, scary vibes, bitch. You just being like, a monster's chasing this bitch through a cornfield. A cornfield. A cornfield. <laughs> she ain't letting this cornfield go, y'all. She ain't letting it go. A cornfield, Abita. Come on, man. <laughs> she ain't letting it go, y'all. She ain't letting the cornfield go. Said a cornmeal, a cornmeal. Nah, man. Nah, 
But this was a this was a prime example of when your nightmares was like, mm, you want to play? You ready? You ready? Like they was def- they definitely was playing with her in this book. They was like, girl, we got your ass. We gonna get you, and that's just that on period. But I liked the book. I thought it was cute. I thought uh, I I don't know how to pronounce this character's name. Eli Eli, I don't know how to pronounce it. But anyway, Elia. Ooh, thank you. Guessing, uh, but I like that though. Yeah, we're gonna say that. <laughs> we're gonna say that. But I, I, I like the book. I thought the book was good. I love Ela's character. Um, uh, Mr. Vita Vice does use uh terms in this book. Ela is them, they. So as you're reading the story, she's not saying she and her. She's saying them and they in reference to Ela's uh character. Ela is having a hard time at work. Her boss is basically an asshole, okay? And she's also having nightmares where she's having mm-hmm. recurring nightmares with these uh monsters that are chasing her through fucking cornfields, Avita. Cornfields. And it's like she's being it's, it's like she's being tormented, so yeah. to speak. I think changing up a little bit now. Yeah, it wasn't there. As one of the monsters, they, the monsters names was Tara and no Mare and Tara. So basically, night fucking Tara, basically. Um, and they, I think Mare was one of the monsters that told her that they weren't trying to harm her. They just wanted to scare her. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, bitch, really? The That's the same thing. If you scare me, you harming me, because I scary. I agree. I agree. You know, this this book was not my favorite from Avita, mm-hmm. but it did give me the spooky vibes that I needed for for um for Halloween. And it was really steamy. Like it was it was a short monster romance and it was really steamy. Yes, it was. And it really it was somewhat kind of scary too. It I was, was like <laughs> I was like, hold on. Why is this book so short? But why it's so damn scary? Vito, girl, it's only but 50 pages. Uh, I like the book. I thought it was a good book. I'm not mad at it. It set up a scene for a great um, the ending where she ran inside of the house, set up a great scene for uh, um, for a great erotic scene of the book. But I wasn't mad. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't my favorite um, book by Avita, mm-hmm. but I feel like it did give what it was supposed to give—the spooky vibes. It was steamy yes. and it was short, yes, and it was scary as hell. Yes, so I agree with that. It was definitely kudos. scary. Kudos to her. She's um, been killing the monster um, romance, game. the monster fucking romance uh, genre. So you know, yes. kudos, kudos. Yeah, I'm not mad at this book at all. It was pretty damn good. Um, she, like Tama said, she really is killing the monster fucking romance genre. And this book went right along with that. But she just gives us extra spooky vibes inside of this book. And she definitely has us with a character that is fucking monsters, like real monsters. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so um, good job, Miss Avita. I'm not mad at it at all. Not mad not at, at it at all. all. So, yeah, I was here for it. Enjoyed it a lot. This is a really quick, short read. 
Um, if you are a fan of uh, spooky Halloween romances uh, with a little terror, uh, night terrors going on in them, uh, mm. then definitely pick up uh, this book. And we still are, we still don't care what happened to Michael at the end of the book because he got what he got, and that's all I got on that. He, he, in, the, he, he in the basement. He's definitely in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> His house in the basement. He's definitely yeah. in the motherfucking basement, yo. Where he should be. That's definitely where he should be. Like, sir. Well, yeah. So, uh, that is it for our show today. Um, I missed you guys. We'll be back, though. We'll be back next week. Uh, well, well, we'll be back. Wait, uh, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck that up. I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> what the fuck that? Um, anyway, but we'll we'll see y'all again. We will talk to y'all again. We appreciate y'all for joining us. And um, yeah. See you guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Hey y'all, it's Sharonda at Brazen Bait Reviews. If you're at the end of this episode, we thank you so very much. Be sure you're following us on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Brazen Bait Reviews Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Brazenly Shady. Check out the books we read for this episode. The details are in the show notes. And until the next bout of shenanigans, we'll talk to y'all then. <laughs>